Hey everybody, this is John Domine, and welcome to the latest episode of In the Spray Room, Sold Magazine's podcast where we showcase the best and brightest artists getting up in the streets today. We're bringing out the latter side of these creatives by interviewing them in a less structured environment. And for our daily online content, please check us out at soldmagny.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at SoldMag. Today's crew consists of myself, our editor, Erica Stella. Hi, John. Hello. And Brooklyn's own Big Ronnie. Big Ranny today. Big who? I'll explain in a minute. All right. Well, before we introduce today's special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Well, we got a lot of fun stuff going on. We are in the midst of our 50th podcast episode. Whoa. Yep. You know how it goes in in publishing and in podcasts. We don't know when this is going to air. This could be 50. Maybe it's 51. Maybe it's 49. But uh, I'm really, really jacked, John. It should be. You've been here for every single episode. It's been a long and winding road. And that's 50 episodes, but you've interviewed Full length, how many? Uh, we're, yeah. we're over 100 artists, but full length at Eric Costella's dining room table in Bay Ridge. We're 50 or 51 at this point. And uh, I am shocked that we got here this quickly and this uh, simply, frankly. But then again, I don't do any of the scheduling. Right. It's a big milestone, though. I, um, if you told me when we started that we'd be at 50, I would have said, I can't name 50 artists, but that was a long time ago. You just, come I and still go, don't think you, you just can. forget. Well, just that off the top that we could have sat down and talked to, if you would have asked me, give me 50 people, I think I could sit down and have a great conversation with. There's no way I would have told you that many people. And here we are. I'm I'm impressing myself, which is which is rough to do. I mean, the great thing is that you can actually talk with these artists who you sometimes you don't even know anything about these artists, but you are able to hold a conversation, which is kind of admirable. I know a lot about these artists uh, sometimes, and I can't see. But John, that's that's the only reason that I have confidence at this table is because I know I'm the dumbest person at the table when it comes to art. I'm glad you said it. Everybody should say it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not accomplished. I've done nothing. I scribble on a couple of stickers and, and think it's cool. But th- no, I've done nothing compared to anyone that we have ever interviewed. So the humility that I have with this microphone in my hand is not my normal when I'm speaking with a cigar group or a business group or a technology group or something like that. I have to shut up and learn. I can't state facts. And that's what makes Sold one big happy family. We are a big happy family here. Thank you, Big Ronnie. Well, thank you to all 49, 50, or 51, or all the artists that we, we you know, have spoken with, because frankly, it's their stories that we're telling. Mm. And uh, all I can do is, you know, uh, throw in some toilet humor or try and, you know, say uh, that's what she said at the right time and, you know, drive the conversation where it's going. But Or ask them what their favorite brooklyn pizzas you know stuff like that but uh you know wit and and intellect aside i can't do anything without the artist leading the conversation have you had a favorite Ooh. i keep talking about it but it's findak he blew my mind with his yeah i don't care where my next check's coming from wait no that didn't make sense to me at the time it still doesn't make sense to me and i understand there might be some artists out there that are that loose and flowy and and have their bank account set and have done what they're doing but a man that in demand, not knowing where it's coming from, seemed either he was being coy, and of course he knew, and of course it was laid up, or he really can just pick and choose any email he wants and, so, and make you know five figures. So give us a, your favorite from this table. Favorite what? 
interview. Oh, from not because that oh, was okay. at Moniker. That was right. at Moniker yeah. last year. Um, be some more amazing interviews this year. But uh, what about here in Bay Ridge? In Bay Ridge. I'm thinking we've had we've had some good ones. John. You know what? I really like Mush. I had a fun one with Butterfly Mush. So I just thought she was real raw and I feel like I, I just liked her her vibe. So for me, I, you know, I and it was someone whose work I had I was familiar with, but not I didn't really know the backstory. And I, I think that's what I love about the podcast is that I see the work on the street and I make up my own stories about who they are, what the, you know, their, their, their reason for doing the art, throwing things up, whatever. But then the podcast gets this other level where we're able to see, you know, this other side of them or actually the only side, uh, aside from the work that we see on the streets. So I think I liked, I, uh, for the people that came in here, I, I think Ramiro told a good story. I think it was, you know, not just the street, not just the fine art. We had covered him in uh, corporate endeavors. You know, it was a it was an interesting progression of where he came from, which wasn't necessarily uh, uh, art school, which obviously was the opposite. He went to business school. You know, that that was fun to me, seeing someone from that side of the brain make the change and, and be successful yeah. and do some fun things and then use his business brain to be more organized as an artist and a curator and someone that, that developed programs for art. So I like that. I think if I had to put my finger on a style of comeuppance that should have, you know, be multiplied, you know, business turned artist is, I think, really good for the industry. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, given the whole, you know, your focus is on business. You like when people are, you know, which I think is a major flaw of many artists that they don't know how to do both, like make money, you know, or, or, or you know, put themselves out there where they are going for that prize, for the money to, to sustain something that they love, right? I mean, it's it's a fault. Even for me, you know, I, it's hard for me to, I'd rather give my work, you know, photography and things away than than then figure out pricing for things and sell stuff. So uh, I just think it's a common theme for artists in general, you know? I also loved, if I, if I can put my finger on the favorite thing that I loved, I loved how Sucklord told us that the only thing he learned in art school was how to describe the piece of shit he just created. Hmm. Like, that made a lot of sense to me. Like, that really should be what art school is. I understand developing a creative brain, art, developing the artistic side of the brain, but that's there already. How about how about some economics and home ec for, for business for for artists? He's gonna really love that you. Well, mentioned I don't his name. I don't care what what he likes. <laughs> he tagged my wall, and it is what it is. But we're really happy to uh, you know to say thank you to the fifty artists that we chatted with so far, and you know to to show uh, you know that we have our head in the game. Here's an ad read. Are you, hold on, hold on. Are you looking to buy or sell or rent a home in Manhattan, Brooklyn, or Queens? If so, you need to contact Mike Schulte. Not only a huge supporter of the arts, especially graffiti and street art, but he's also a born and raised New Yorker with an unparalleled understanding of his hometown real estate. Over a decade in the business, he's been able to forge an acute understanding of the ins and outs of the market. He currently runs a team of 10 amazing agents that can help rent an apartment in Sunset Park, Purchase a building in Astoria or sell your condo in Manhattan. 
His team is there for you from start to finish and beyond. Mike's team is made up of normal, everyday New Yorkers and not soulless salesmen in suits. I always avoid alliteration, but I got to change this read a little bit. Mike, I love you. Find Mike everywhere on social at Mike Schulte, S-C-H-U-L-T-E-N-Y-C. And I will read this a little better next time, John. I was going to say that was the smoothest ad read I've ever heard from you. Well, you it's, do my intro. it's my third, and it's just going to get better and better. And I keep forgetting to increase the font a little bit on my phone. But you we'll are get getting there. older, so you know you got to take that into I'm account. I'm at trombone arm length. I'm nice. starting to have to measure. <laughs> anyway, thank you to our 50. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Brooklyn Firefly, Mike Schulte, and future sponsors. Come on board. Now's a fun time. Reach out to Erica, uh, keep an eye out for our newsletter, sign up uh, on our calendar, galleries, get your word out to our people so we can get your word on the calendar and help crush it with sold in 2019. Now on to our guest. Woohoo. Guest has a couple of different names that we're going to talk about, but we're introducing him as the villain. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? An honor to be here. Now, shout out. Thank you very much. We, uh, we're happy to see you. I have a, a ton of questions. See your work up on the street, obviously. Um, but let's, let's talk about the name. Why, uh, you know, we, you're the villain. So everybody sees you on Instagram as mad villain, misspelled a little bit. We're going to ignore that, mm-hmm. right? Because that's just an IG uh, stuff. It's IG stuff, you know. But, you know, it's all about the character for me as a whole. The name is nothing. But I want to put it out there. What you see is what you get. So you see a Mickey Mouse. Mm, that's a Mickey Mouse and MF Doom mask. But now, I want to put a persona out there that this is not your normal Mickey Mouse, you know? This is a New York Mickey Mouse. It's gangster, you know? Clown shoes and a Tommy gun. Yes, sir. Keep it simple. You know, change 20%. That's it. Now, what do you mean? That's an artist right type of thing, you mean? Nah, it's just me, man. Change a couple <laughs> things. Change the whole look, you know? But Mickey Mouse, you know, it's, everybody know it. And everybody grew up to it. And you watch the cartoons and everything. They always see it as, oh, it's that Mickey Mouse. Oh, it's soft. Nah. Well, I represent different Mickey Mouse this time. And it's the opposite of Mickey Mouse. So it's, you see it's how it is. Mad Mickey. I call it uh, MM Doombot, you know? Hmm. Now, let's, let's talk about MF Doom. Are you, uh, you a big hip-hop head? Uh, yes, I'm a big uh, hip-hop head. You know, MF Doom is just one of the artists I look up to. He's different, you know, and also that his style is different. I like the way he put himself out there. And also, uh, I think that's... And also concealed his identity. Yeah, that's it. What I like about Doom Mm -hmm. is ever since he came up, he was not a guy that was jumping around on the stage. He just stood there. He's like trying to hide behind the microphone almost just and me. just throw <laughs> by, and ju- but 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 just murdering it, yes, doing his thing. He didn't need yeah, to be him too. He, he doesn't need- really have stage performance. No, 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 there's there's a difference between <laughs> stage presence and and not looking good on stage. I wouldn't say he doesn't look good on stage, but he's also not an entertaining person to watch. It's more about his lyrics to me, right, sir, right. It's all about his right. skills, you know, his work out there that speaks for itself. It's a reduced essence, boiled down to, you know, it's pivotal, what it needs to be. What is an MC? MC's the rhymes. MC's the, the, the words, no? hmm Now, what was MF Doom's first stage name? What did he come up as first? He came up as a different name. 
I mean, his first name is Daniel DeMille. Wow. Not that far back. Yeah. On the on the third base album. I'm not really a we call him hip hop head like that. He was he was known as Zev Love X. Yeah, I know Zev Love X. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I first heard Mm -hmm. him, and I was like, this guy is good. He's got a he's got a voice. He's got a presence. And then Doom took it in a completely different direction. Mm -hmm. So what else? What else about the mask? Because you take the mask between your characters. Yeah. Now this is your other character is more superhero. Mm-hmm. It's a remix of everything that I like. So I like the Gladiator mask. I love the movie, the Gladiator movie. So it's like a warrior mentality out there, you know. So it's not the MF Doom mask. It's the remix it's the Gladiator mask. Yeah, MF Doom. You could say it how you say it, but it's a mask, you know. And it takes on a different character when somebody puts in a mask. So yeah, that's it. I agree. So, <clears throat> do the characters ever meet, or are they completely independent? Mm, it's a heroes and villain theme. So, so I have a mad villain. I mean, uh, the Doombot, the Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. So this is my special character is the villain, and I got Astro Boy. It's like a hero thing. So it's like a you know a lot of contrast I play into it. You got the fight and flight. This guy's fighting. You got uh, flying, which is the Astro Boy. So for me, my idea has always been like, you know, keep fighting. What do you want in life? Go get it. So it's like a hustle game, you know. It's hustle mentality. Everything you see in here is all about the hustle mentality, you know. I want to put it out there like the way I see it. So how does that relate to you and your upcoming well, I've been in this game for two years now. I don't know fucking graffiti. It's not my background. I'm an outsider. You know, right. I came from an immigrant background. So, well, so that's... So, I want to I wanna learn this game. And nobody has ever put me into until Lucky is, you know. And Lucky has been my day ones ever since. So, taught me a little bit. But it's been almost coming from me. Everything that you see in the streets. So, it's a challenge. I like challenge. I think I think I'm pull it off, you know. Yeah, especially for, you know, being two years in the game, I think you're actually getting up more than most uh, for the type of work that you're putting up there, too. You know, I mean, uh, I've seen, you know, within these past two years, I've seen a lot of your work and uh, and it shows that you hustle to get those walls. Some, you know, some legal, some illegal, but... um, but I'll it's, take it as a compliment. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. You know, I think it's uh, and you just seem to go bigger and bigger. The one that I saw recently out in uh, where is it in uh, which part of Brooklyn is that where you have that big Gowanus. one? The is C it? Market? No, no, uh, no, no. no. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, well, actually, yeah, I guess C Market was part of that too. But yeah, the, um, it's a recent one. But the one, the the one of the the big Mickey that you did out in um, Ridgewood. Yeah, Ridgewood. Yeah. Oh, I mean that one's like. It's like twenty feet tall. It looks like. Yeah, I don't know how, how but that was big. Yeah. <laughs> Even the the guy who owns the spot, you know, he's like, "Damn, that's too big." <laughs> <laughs> Can't change. Like, too late. <laughs> too late. Yeah. So how how do you go about finding legal projects to help get your your characters out there? Some of them are hustled. Some of them, you know, people offer it to me, and I really appreciate people. You know, offer me walls, especially Fobs. Shout out to Fobs, to AJ, to Paolo, and everybody in the crew. What does Fobs stand for? Fresh off the boats, boys. 
But there's girls in FOBs, aren't there? Yeah, there's girls, but you know, it's like a fun crew. Yeah. Don't don't take the you know the the name like how it is. Sure. You know? Well, we're, we're not we're not taking it at all. But we were thinking about what you know, that boys he says in the boys like in the end. But we came up with a list. We got we got some things we got that some we could change that last B to. Yeah. Mm. How about builders? How about bacteria? Brains. Ball player. Ballers. Basket weaver. Bouncers. Banjo players. Bosses. Benefactors. Bench warmers. Bartenders. Bulls. Beachgoers. Bears. Beavers. Bison. Bedazzlers. Beatles, blackmailers, butterflies, bodybuilders, Bitcoin, bogeymen, bus drivers, bootleggers, best friends, Bri- bricklayers, Buttigieg, brawlers, and Batman, and buglers. So, so I mean, just a thought. For you. <laughs> you know, a to, include, <laughs> to be more inclusive of the women that are also part of FOBs. Yeah. Any other? So you're crew? welcome for that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to talk too much about the individuals in the crew and say hello to Murs and OG and everybody. Yeah, keep doing your thing. Yeah. You guys are killing it. Uh, we miss you. We love your pieces. Keep keep crushing it. How, it. Is it easier or harder to do your own thing when you have some other people that are running with you, sorta? I mean, they all play their own rule. They have their own. Uh, stuff going on so it's all about respect you know they have their own talent sometimes you incorporate sometimes they don't they don't want to they want to do their own thing mm-hmm. i respect that but for me i always run solo you know mm-hmm. i like doing solo works and like doing but collabs is good you know you find, you get to find out their style maybe cut copy paste it you know take it <laughs> however you want to prove your improve your style but for me it's like you know colliding ideas like so of people that you've collabed with who have you enjoyed working with that i mean that you felt your styles worked well together oh hands down lucky shout out to lucky Lucky we just we just had a great chat with him and um, good things to say about you as well absolutely appreciate i heard the podcast i really appreciate you guys appreciate him you know he's he's been a homeboy should have put bunnies on the list bunnies too Mm. yes bunnies missed it (laughs) So, if you had a dream collab, who would it be with? A lot. <laughs> yeah? Probably Jeff Henriquez or something? Oh, man. I would love to collab with him. He's a technician. You respect yeah. the master. I've seen his work. I know what's up. I bet you everybody knows what's up. Huh? You uh, met that guy? Uh, uh, it's right. Yeah. You heard it's about right. him. He's out here. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who else? Uh, maybe the, I don't know how you classify you know, class A in the game. But I see Night chose one of them. Mm. I see Saturno Art, Wolves, you know. Yeah. All those East Coast, you know, big motherfuckers. I don't know yeah, what, yeah. what their name is, but I want to get toe to toe with them, you know. I would, I, I'm going to freak out. I would love to see your Astro Boy ripped open by Night Shows. I mean, that oh, would just wow. be, that would be just yeah. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? That would be crazy shit, you know. That would be unbelievable. It doesn't have to be Astro Boy. Right. I, can, I can do anything that. That goes on compliments with this style. But I actually love the idea. But of I want to keep it villainous, right. you know. Yeah. I think um, I, th- I think your stuff lends itself to collab, even if you're not necessarily comfortable and wanting to do that often. Uh, it's, I mean, artists are big egos, man. When you collab, you collide. You know, they want to do their own thing. They solely just stick to that. But. We, when, when you meet halfway, that's what's up. So it's a challenge collabing. But at the same time, it's fun. We see the end of the day, oh, you did something with this guy. 
and it came out good. You killed it. So for me, that matters most is the quality, you know. Did you see that five-person mashup? I think it was two years ago in L.A. It was Q Molly, Madman, Adam Dare. The, the Morton Salt girl. That no, was right. crazy. I, I'll be honest. Q told me that that was coming. He said, you got to see what we're working on, bro. Oh, my God. Like, he talked it up. That was, wow. Yeah, and that was probably I'm, the I'm, worst. See, that's what you want. That's Thank you very much. I'm working on my cue. But they they each had their own input. They didn't say this is your section, this is your section, you stay over here. No, no, no. It was it was crazy it was overlap. It was mm-hmm. it was serious. And that was five real artists and Colin. Uh really working together very well. Shout out to Outer Source, I love you. So I mean that would, might be a little tough, huh? I don't mind. I take on any, any challenge, anybody. So how about something on the the not-so-legal side that you haven't dipped your toes in yet that you might want to... Not-so-legal side? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, like, the getting-up yeah. side, the wee paste, the stickers, things like that. Uh, where's, where's an area that you, you, uh, you haven't delved into yet? I mean, I've taken over uh, the city, Brooklyn... Yeah. I mean, anywhere, but... You basically own this town, don't you? Nah, I wish. <laughs> I want to take over everything, though. <laughs> but you done, he's done stickers. He's done wheat paste. He's got it all. So you're saying, out, what else is there? Do, you, do you, you write? I don't write at all. No? Yeah. Can, well, I want to go back to a little bit of like, okay, so what's the villain? Like, where does that come from? Like, Was it before the art? That you were a villain, and then that's why you I've been, decided. I've to been drawing uh, crazy stuff before. This, Since you were yeah, a kid, right? Mickey Mouse is nothing. Okay. I can do crazier shit than this, but that's why I chose. I picked this one. I stick to it. Where the villain is like it goes along with my personality as well. You know, I want to keep you underground, like I'm blunt. You know, stoic. So, but I'm all about game plan. If you're not about game plan, then you're wasting my time. And I want people, all everybody to elevate, you know, basically like level up. So it's basically like level up type of mentality. I don't know. Yeah, I've been I've been saying that thing before all day. I can talk about that. But, <laughs> yeah, it's not about just art, you know. Right. It's bigger than art. See, I agree. Uh, I had this conversation in the office this week with a with a, a, a young engineer, mm. and I tried to explain to them. I said, "Yo, don't never say I don't want to learn something. You have a systems brain, so you can learn a new system. You understand, up, yeah. right? And you have an artistic brain, so you can learn a new process. It's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Systems are a little different than artistic because there's limitations. With art, you can scribble anywhere you want. The end of the day, it's still skill, you know." Absolutely, so but never it's, say it's, I don't want to yeah. put that arrow into my quiver because you never know when you need to whip it out and make some money with it. Hell yeah, you know. Or or win a job with it, or or get into a show with it, or impress a, a collector with it, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why I respect about others, people who put the who's you know hustle every day to get in this game. You know, shout out to Jeff, Jeff and Records. You know, you know what's up. <laughs> And also uh, hustle all day, that, and that's yeah, why it's a full time job. Being yeah, honest, it's hard to make money in this game, man. And I it's and it's getting, getting harder. Yeah, it's getting harder. There's a hundred million artists out there, you know. So for me, 
It's all about you know if you got that skill, you put time and energy into it, time and determination. I respect you. So, if you had to have a side job, what would it be? Mm, I just want to paint walls all day and kill that shit. Okay. No side hustle. Uh, that would be my full time. That uh, I think art all the time. So I think anything about deal with art. So <clears throat> let's talk about Astro Boy for a second, because I'm going. I'm thinking '80s anime. I'm thinking Mega Man. I'm thinking these big characters. Yeah. Like, is he? Is he got a world around him? Like, mm. could if you wanted to, could you comic it out? Could you? Could you put him in a scene? Yeah, I can put it out. The Astro Boy is just one of the stuff I just started and stick to it, you know. You got Mickey Mouse. You got Astro Boy. I only stick to three colors, you know, the aggressive colors. Red, mm. yellow, black. And they stick to it since ever since it started the Instagram, so. Why, just because it's a Just, just consistency, bold? you know. Yeah, okay. I like I like those aggressive colors. Uh-huh. It pops up. And it gives a strong, you know, power when you put the colors together the way you wanted it. So, it gives that emotion, like, damn. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but when you see it, it's just strong, you know. There's psychology Contrast. between different color palettes. Yeah. And for marketing and PR and things mm-hmm. like that, there's there's big money spent on how to make you feel by the what you're yeah. looking at. Mm-hmm. And you, the, this is what represents power and, and dominance to you. Yes. And that's what you're putting out on the street. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, do you? That's, that's, that's the way you put it. I like the way you put it. Thank you. Now, do you think that? Do you think that your characters are are your alter ego? They're who you kind of want to be because you're more of a shy and reluctant person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's maybe yeah. a better way to ask what I was trying to get to. Like, where does this villain? Because you do like a hero villain. You know what? Oh, that's why I said alter ego. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, though, right now I'm not really putting myself out there. But my art has been killing it for me, so it helped me out. So it doesn't have to be like you got to be out there and put, like, take off your mask. You know, I'm right wearing a mask right now. I'm not out there. Nobody see me. Nobody know about me. Like, oh, he's the guy. But my work speaks for itself. So for me, that's like, you know, super villain to me. How the fuck you get that power like that? You're not out there. You're not really putting. You know, but your work speak for itself, and people been liking it like you know it gives you like a cult following behind it i mean think of some of the biggest it's guys power. in the game like banksy and space invader mm-hmm. nobody's I ever agree. seen those guys faces mm-hmm. they don't show up to parties that's not the point that's not their point so i get i get what you're i get what you're trying to do the work should speak on itself it's kind of complicated but if you get it you get it i don't know so these these two characters are the ones i see most out on the street from you right so do you, are there any other characters on the horizon you're thinking of adding to the collection of these iconic ones that you've got? Maybe, but for now I'm just making variations of these, you know, characters. But I keep it villainous. I keep it G. No. You know, I'm not gonna put soft, soft uh, stuff out there. It's not my style. You know, I stick to my own style. So you've got you've got your stickers, you've got your paste ups, you've got, you, and then you paint on the walls. Do you you don't do you do um. Do you do any clothing or anything? Do you sell like the clothes with the, your your characters on it? I think toys is the key. Toys, cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you're. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would translate well with these specific yeah. ones for sure. I'll be honest. Yours is the first character that I could really see as a Funko Pop. 
appreciate mail. No, 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 no bullshit. It's the first one that would really read really, really well. What's a Funko Pop? I'm not going there with it. You're not nerd enough. I'm sorry, John. I love you. Thank you. I don't want to have to explain it. No, I think I think they would both do well in a nice little two pack villain two pack. Stop it. Mm. That'll be fire. Although yeah. you know this uh, uh, thing, Astro Boy is a bit more difficult to pull off because of the fact that he's not standing, right? He's blind. So a Funko Pop is always standing. Oh, so he would be right. in a a standing position, like they all are. They're they're basically little mini action figures of everything. Oh, I every have cartoon, I have every one. this, every 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 movie, every variation of every villain. It's like a little bit bigger, big, big heads, head yes. And okay. I think I, I think uh, villains would be dope Funkos. Yeah. Okay. Or little three D printed little jammies that you you slap on the street or something. That'd be dope. Soon. Mmm, coming soon. So let's let's talk about coming soon. <clears throat> What's the plan for nineteen? Are we uh, we sticking to tried and true and get the rep up type of situation or what? I've been rushing this game, man. I don't know. <laughs> How do you rush? Too it? much has been going on in the past year alone. You know, yeah. these three months. But you were up at the mess hall. I'm like, damn. So, right, and I still else? got like nine more months to kill. So we'll see what will happen in nine more months. But I'm trying to hustle all day, you know. What happens at the get end of the, nine months? Get the right key. New year. <laughs> oh, the rest of this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. rest okay. of this year, right. yeah. So. So who would you say, you say you want to, uh, my question is, who, who inspires you? Like, who have you? Yeah, that's getting up on the streets, mm. or is, is that what you're asking? Not so much as a more like an artist. That inspires me more like uh, the motivators, you know, books, mm-hmm. yeah, audio books, yeah, you know, uh, those it's a big help for me because it bettered my life. Before it's like my life was kind of like you know, like I'm not I wasn't proud I wasn't proud of it. I'm not achieving anything, but now it's more like I'm getting used to it. Now it's coming together. So what were you reading? A lot of books. I can't say because some of them I can't really mention. Uh, <laughs> power books. <laughs> well, you know. And th- then uh, you've been in New York for how long? Mm. Well, I was, you know, I was I was born and raised in a third world country. So mm-hmm. I've been here for like, let's say, 15 years or so. Yeah. What's the biggest uh, change for you being here versus where you came from? Like in terms of what's I guess what's the it doesn't have to be good or bad, but what's the biggest thing that that you can see as being different here for you? It's a different lifestyle over here. You got fast lifestyle. So it's all about hustle. I learned in New York. (laughs) That's basically it. You know, I love the game. I love the hustle. Fast money, fast women, fast cars. Mm -hmm. Big Ronnie hustle. Can't go wrong with it, you know. All day. All day. How about, all right, let's talk food. I want to know the favorite food that you can't get here that that you had back home that you miss and your favorite New York food that you never had until you got here. Well, we have this food that's, 
what do you call it? I forgot what his name. But it's like a raw fish, where you put something lime and everything in it. Mm. It's good when you have beer and stuff. So that's one one of my favorite. <laughs> that one you can get fresh for fresh as fresher food in here than that. Because over there you get it from the sea straight. So, mm-hmm. so that was like banging. And how about your favorite New York food that you didn't? You said, "Oh my God, I wish we would have had this back home." I can't believe how good this is. Well, like uh, what do you call that sandwich? Uh, the burger spot, Shake Shack. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. I wish they have that shit down there. Yeah. <laughs> that bougie American burger. That's yeah. great. Good. You can, you can get I like it. it. Right away. I don't like the fries. It doesn't have to be fancy, but. That shit is banging. <laughs> yes, it is. We have one down the block, and uh, I've, oh, you I've, do? yeah, from the office, and oh. I've been, wow. I've been <laughs> wanting to get over there. It just hasn't happened yet. It will. I didn't think we had one in Bay Ridge. No, Bay Ridge has got some good burger spots, but not a not a Shake Shack. Yeah, where's the good burger spot? Around here. Anywhere in New York. Oh, okay. Anywhere in New York. Let's yeah. talk about yeah, it. What is your favorite All right, burger? great. All right, hold on. Uh, they're not there anymore, so I can't even mention Frank's Prime Meats. That was my favorite burger in Brooklyn. Um, I really like the burger at Chadwick's. Mm. It's a it's a restaurant over here in Bay Ridge, and it's a little fancy, but their burger is kind of what's up. They do the what's uh, the name Chadwick's. They also do a, a big T-bone steak for two mm. with all the sides and I think a bottle of wine for like 90 bucks. Mm. T-bone steak. I yeah, like big one for two though. It's like not just date night. It's like a girl you like date night type mm-hmm. of date, you know? You take some girl over there. Yeah, it's a lot of food because everybody's going home with a doggy bag. Have you had the burger at uh, Gigi less. Mellon? No. So good. Really? Oh Why? God, I love it. It's just I don't. It's not even that big, mm-hmm. and it kind of is very limited in what they put on it. But it's just like I don't know. The meat just tastes so good. The bun is just so soft and perfect, and it's just like it's perfect. And you don't want to have like I always think, oh, maybe I'll order two. Um, they're pretty pricey too, but but it's it's just the perfect burger. I just love it. Like I would go there for like it's like a special treat kind of thing because it's like a it's like a twenty dollar burger, um, but it's good. There was this ramen spot on 7th Avenue called Kobayaki that did a Kobe burger that was a little too expensive but a little too good. Yeah. That's a backup to Chadwick's. You like a, you like a good burger, huh? Hell yeah. Mm. That would be nice right now. <laughs> well, we got some burgers in Bay Ridge. We, uh, you know, Eric is going to have to get a turkey burger. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in the city and maybe go to Shake Shack. There you go. <laughs> now it's on your brain, right? That's yeah. it. Too I'm late. today, so. Oh All right, I'm changing the subject from food. Fine. What's uh What's in your earphones when you're painting? Mm. Well, a lot of music, a lot of podcasts, a lot of uh, you know, YouTube videos. I mean, anything. Yeah, when well, you're painting, you're listening well, to a my podcast. My mind has always been like you know, focus on to kill it and call it a day. But you're that's listening cool. to a podcast while you're painting. That's you're. I think that's the first. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you were weird, but now you just took it to the next level. <laughs> oh, I mean that in the best I way. <laughs> no. I mean, you pick up something, you're learning from it. Yeah, totally no, I now. like listening to podcasts. I yeah. always think of artists like getting into a zone when they're painting. Yeah. I mean, I look it up. I look up everything. So it's not just one subject. Hmm. There's a different subject. But the always point learning, is, huh? you know, 
while you're drawing, you're killing two birds in one stone. Mm. You know, something you take information and you get kill your work. It's called so, a double hustle. You know, and I like it. I appreciate it, man. Mm. Grind yeah, on the grind. Grind on the grind. <laughs> you kidding? Like I told you before, which, yeah. you know, the mm-hmm. hustle, that's it. That's it. It's all day long. All day long. So thank you very much for coming in today. This was Appreciate great. It, um, I'm glad we got to give our listeners a little sneak peek into the the man behind the work that they see on the street. And uh, we know you are not the uh, the front and center media type, so we thank you for coming out. Appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an honor. Ca- yeah, I'll say it on the air. You killed your first interview. Great job. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to having you back in. Maybe we, uh, you know, maybe we work with you or cover something that you're working on in the future. Let's talk about it. I'm down. Yeah, keep us posted. I will. So please give our listeners and hopefully, uh, you know, your new fans, uh, tell them where they can find you online. Oh, follow me at Instagram.com slash MadValen, M-A-D-V-A-I-L-L-A-N. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, we are sold out with the villain.